Hello and welcome to the Creative Jams podcast. I'm your host Kime and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys. Today we're speaking all about how on earth you can give value or provide value or position yourself as an expert when you feel like you're inexperienced or you might indeed be inexperienced. The first thing I want to note, right, I don't think there is anybody who has sat there who has written a specific clause somewhere that says that you have to reach a specific amount of years in the game before you can call yourself experienced or before you can call yourself an expert. At the end of the day, there's no one set universal rule for this. Do you see what I mean? So try not to focus on the fact that you might not feel like an expert and just focus on sharing value. That's it. Because ultimately, that is what serves as the basis for everything you're doing anyway. You're providing value. Do you see what I mean? And you can do that as soon as you've got, you know what, let me, let me, let me, let me go through this in steps. All right. So (laughs) first and foremost, before you start creating your content and playing anything out or getting the cog spinning in that way, you need to figure out who you're speaking to. Like, who are you even trying to talk to? And I always find this bit a bit boring, like having to sort out user personas and all that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, I can yawn. But it is important to have a, just at least an idea of who you're speaking to, because in order to get the sat nav going, you've got a key and a destination. You can't. <laughs> otherwise, you're just going to be in the car driving aimlessly. Nowhere. You don't know where you're going. You're just driving. And you don't want to be in that position. You want to be informed. You want to have at least a rough idea of where you're headed to and who you're trying to speak to and communicate with, because that is going to inform the rest of what I'm about to speak about in terms of providing value. Now, the next thing you're going to want to do once you've sorted out who your audience might consist of, this could be around three or four different likely is to be like it's likely to be more but if you just start off by identifying at least two to three different types of users or audiences then once yeah once you've got that going it's about researching so no matter how experienced you are research will equip you research is the key research is what's gonna set you free all right so you need to just take some time to absorb information in the way that feels natural to you, in a way that you find comfortable. Um, just absorbing as much as you can about the industry that you want to get into or that specific discipline or that topic or just getting an idea of what the discussions are. And you can get this from blog posts or there might be audio books or audio pod- or podcasts, <laughs> audio podcasts, <laughs> podcasts. Um, yeah, just keeping your ears to the street. And also, sorry, I got distracted by um, a YouTube notification, but also joining communities related to that topic. Like once you're in there, once you're in these groups and whatever, you don't even have to say nothing if you don't want to. But just observe the conversations observe what people are saying and see if you can spot any common issues or challenges because you're going to need to make a note of this if you want to provide value and you want to share valuable content you're going to need to know what the struggles are what the issues are what people want what people need in order to inform the content that you provide because no matter how many years in the game you've got no matter how many like that really in terms of sharing value anybody anybody is capable of sharing value you just have to make sure that you identify uh, a cause 
and then provide a solution to that cause, an informed and researched solution to that cause. Yeah. Run polls and stories in your communities. Or if, say, if you've got like an Instagram, like a personal Instagram, which is, I find is the case for a lot of people that I speak to, I have one-to-ones with, is that they've got personal Instagrams that aren't really active, but they're thinking about starting a new Instagram to go along with the direction they're pivoting in. And so if your if your community or your profile isn't substantiated yet and you don't have any followers, then yeah, I would say instead of running polls and stories, then you could continue to read blog posts, watch YouTube videos, go to events and just keep your ears open. Keep your ears open and maybe consider if you've got the means to uh, join memberships as well, also related to your industry, just to maybe get an idea of what's going on. You can even collaborate with others. There's a bunch of different ways you can increase your visibility while also learning more um, and equipping yourself with the tools to actually go ahead and share value and position yourself as an expert in the industry and genuinely and I don't mean positioning yourself as an expert when you know good and damn well you ain't doing no research you ain't putting in the work you're just you just you, you. oh let me not go down that road <laughs> we're not doing that today okay we're not doing that tonight um and also like checking out reports and surveys etc within your industry there's oh, I can't remember what they're called but there is a I, I don't remember what they're called but they have this freelancer survey and they just ask a bunch of questions to like maybe several hundred freelancers and it's got a bunch of information in there that is very insightful and very useful like they had something about a certain percentage of freelancers feel like they're not charging enough for example so if you were someone who works within uh, that particular industry or something like all right this is just an example so the statistics it just imagine it said 79% of freelancers feel like they're not charging enough okay so me uh imagine that I'm uh, okay I'm a newbie or whatever but I'm trying to position myself as an educator within the creative industry I can take that take that piece of information take that statistic yeah and then say to myself, all right, so the problem here is that freelancers feel like they're not they're not charging enough. OK, why could that be? So you take that challenge, you take that statement, whatever it is, and you break it down into little little segments. You can say, all right, well, they might not be charging enough because they might not feel confident. They might not, you know, you can or you can get the information from the the source that you're reading from or you can ask questions you can go into communities and ask just ask you know the worst that could happen is you don't get responses but the best that that could happen is that you get varied responses and especially with such polarizing topics within um, not even polarizing I would say in this case it's a there's a lot of issues within that arena in terms of pricing yeah all right. So yeah, once you've got that, you've got something to work with. Do you see what I'm saying? And then it doesn't matter how many years you've been doing it. It's a case of, all right, what can I do with the knowledge that I have to provide some sort of solution? Even if it's just like a tip, a single singular tip, or if it's a quote, 
like a motivational piece of text or a thought that you might have in relation to that something that can provide value and help with that specific challenge yeah and that's literally what it is that you just you're just expanding and building upon the different challenges and conversations and discussions and things that are happening within that particular industry and then also if you think about um competitors so is there anybody out there who's doing something similar to what you want to do and if there are have a look at their platforms and get an idea for the kind of features that might be common across them and also the kind of things that maybe are missing and you can often like if they're selling products and stuff like that there are ways you can maybe well that depends on how um, how much feedback they're actually getting or reviews and all the rest of it but if they do happen to have reviews I always find it's very handy to just have a read I snoop you know I I snoop I snoop on google I'll type them in and I'll get as much information as I possibly can. And also getting feedback, reading the feedback. Like, uh, you know, if there are any positive comments, what what positive comments are made quite frequently and what negative comments are made. And with those negative comments, OK, is that something I could provide with my particular service or my particular version of this service? Yeah. So you're just using all of this to then form your content. And what can you take from your current bank of knowledge? So even if you just start out highlighting one particular topic, one point, just take one point and expand upon it. Yeah, you could spend a couple of weeks just providing content that expands on that one particular point. And then that could open up another discussion that could lead into something else. Okay, Let me see what I can provide to help with that. And then so on and so forth. And then before you know it, a couple of years have passed. And now you you have actually got experience in some way, shape or form. And sometimes actual project work can culminate as a result of this because you're sharing value. And as you're sharing value, this also helps to build trust. Do you see what I'm saying? And then as you're building trust, you could be building your community alongside this through conversation just connecting with people in your industry or even they don't have to be in your industry. Some of the things that I've managed to do, some of my most fulfilling opportunities have come from like uh, friendships or just in just having conversations with people who exist across the board. It's not just within any specific industry that you, you can find opportunities. There's many opportunities for crossover. Uh, and yeah, these aren't always intentional, but, oh, I've got a friend who does this. Okay, cool. I'm going to pass you on. I'm going to, uh, suggest you, uh, recommend you to this person and Hey, we'll see what can come of this. And then it's a, a long one. It's a long job. It's a number two, but honestly, I want to wrap this up with a little segment on well-being and, you know, confidence, because I think, when people feel like they're inexperienced or if they are inexperienced in terms of, well, that's the thing. Like, How do you even quantify that? I mean, I guess you can say if you're just starting out, let's just say that if you're starting out, you might 
feel a lack of confidence because of the fact you feel like, well, I don't know as much as I would like to know at this point. But you can change that. You've got the power to change that. There's so many different ways to to learn and take in information. If reading isn't your thing, you can watch videos. If videos ain't your thing, then you can listen to audio. If there's all these different ways. And what I've also found has been, particularly for me, um, what I found has been really effective is actually teaching. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when I'm teaching, I feel like I'm learning as well. And I'm able to absorb information a lot quicker through teaching it. So I might pick up on a couple points and then I'll expand I'll research it and everything and then I'll expand and then when I'm teaching it for the first time it's like oh you know what that's stuck in my head now probably because I've had to figure out how to articulate that particular sentence and say it but I feel like that's there now that's in my memory bank and that's in my knowledge bank so yeah sometimes teaching others can also help you to 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 learn yourself. It's just about giving yourself the grace to just you're not going to know everything. You're never ever going to know everything about your even if it's your chosen subject or your chosen topic, you're never going to know everything there is to know because you're a human being. I don't know everything about the creative industry as a whole. Uh, and it would be very uh, naive of me or arrogant possibly to even say that. that do you know what I'm saying? To even say, yeah, I know everything, but I, I don't. And every day I treat as a learning opportunity. I'm learning something new every single day. Even right now, like today, I spent the entire day building a portfolio because I'm actually venturing into instructional design, which is, it's not new for me, because I've actually been doing it by proxy. I've been doing it automatically through the work that I do with Creative Champs, because I've been providing those learning experiences. I've been teaching, I've been going out there and delivering workshops and such, which is essentially what, kind of what an instructional designer does, is they design and create learning experiences yeah um and that's what i'm trying to venture more into next year and so i've been building a portfolio to help me secure a role doing that and so yeah it's uh, i'm still learning new things i'm i'm researching i'm learning about different models different teaching pedagogies different learning styles, different things that can help to develop and enhance the the quality of my learning resources and my learning facilitation. So yeah, the learning never stops. The learning absolutely never stops and uh, it should never stop. It's what keeps things fresh. It's what keeps you going, you know. Um, but yes, I think I'm going to go to my bed right now. Um, as always, thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I will speak to you same time. Oh, will I be speaking? Yeah, same time next week because that's the 20 se- 22nd, I believe. Okay, that's the safe zone. Yeah, so the 22nd, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be back here at 7.30. All right, everyone take care. Good night.